The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. Hashtag SAFM Viewpoint. And thank you so much for staying with us. And Omsam Vuli standing in for Songezo Mapegre. Now, on Monday evening, the president announced that the country will be going back to lockdown alert level three, which means that there will be no alcohol sold, gatherings are prohibited, and uh, the curfew has been extended as well. And uh, when the country first went into the lockdown, there were several complaints of police brutality and also brutality by the SANDF members and um, and you know now we're going to be looking into the relationship between members of the police and members of the community and whether that relationship still stands and why there's so much mistrust between members of the SAPS and members of the community and to speak to us about this is Andy Mashile, Mashaile rather and he's Interpol's Turnback Crime Ambassador as well as the former chair of the Gauteng CPF board. Andy, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Nomsa, it is a pleasure to be with you on the heavyweight show this evening for your heavyweight champion listeners. Let's float like butterflies and sting like a bee on the subject. Let's talk about this, Andy. So, you know, South Africa has moved from being a police force, from having a police force to a police service, which was established at the dawn of de- democracy. And this was to make it more service oriented, um, more especially to to our community. Do you think that we've managed to to to, you know, um, achieve this transition? Let's bust the myth very quickly, Sisnomsa, uh, and say mm. It is the South African Police Department. It is a department of government that mm. has been entrusted with the constitutional responsibility to protect and to secure all South Africans. Yes, there might have been a few individuals who have stepped overboard in rendering uh, the services, those who have been zealous uh, due to reasons best known to them. But the majority of the people in this department that mm. renders a service um, have been uh, conducting themselves very well. It is only a small, minute number of them who gets out of hand. Uh, I will indicate very briefly to you that in the media Masia case, it's only a small number of um, police officers who uh, stepped, uh, over, overstepped their powers and their authority. But mm. that incident painted the whole um, South African police service, as mm. we want to put it now, um, as a bad department uh, of government, which has not been the case. And those individuals are prosecuted and are incarcerated now. But Andy, this has not been the only case, more especially under a new dispensation. The recent case is that of Nathaniel Julius, a, a little boy who's got... Uh, Down syndrome and he was surrounded by two policemen fascinated by the blue lights and this is where he was supposed to feel the safest and yet he was shot by a policeman and it's also alleged that they tried to cover up the murder as well. You have 
Marigana, you have at least 50 people that were victims to police brutality during the lockdown. You have a policeman two weeks ago who was driving drunk and as 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 a result bumped into the a, a taxi um, in Kailicha. So there have been a lot of instances and somehow this has created a mistrust between police and the community. Would you agree with that? Um, I am a, a readaholic. I have not read anywhere in government, in the rules or in the bills, where um, um, the department or any law enforcement uh, authority was given the right to um, execute those wrongs that you have mentioned from Marikana to them. Mm. I have only read people making wrong and sometimes evil decisions uh, in the execution of their job. So long and short is my observation as having it being the chairperson of the community police board. I have never learned of an instruction or a standing order um, that says go out there and uh, do wrong, go out there and shoot, go out there and commit crime. What I have known and what I've observed through the courts or the criminal justice cluster system. I have observed people doing wrong for their own selfish reasons, committing crime, shooting people, kicking people, when it was not necessary to do so. And I have seen some of them being prosecuted. When I was still the chairperson of the board in Gauteng, I know that the police management in Gauteng um, dismissed 589 police officers for various offenses. So long and short, um, flipping the coin and getting onto your side. Yes, there's been incidents that have led to a negative perception. Is this discussion about uh, perception management? No. What are we talking about? The facts uh, and given situations. And I would also like to flip the coin back and say, of all these incidents, uh, I am definitely sure that the number stands at 190-something thousand police officers, if not lesser. Um, not all of them engage in acts of criminality. Fair enough. But do you think that these kind of incidences, whether they are in the minority, don't you think that they create a disconnect and mistrust between police and the community? Aha. Yes, ma'am. They have done exactly that, um, which is why I use the concept perception management. Remember a perception um, becomes fact in the public subject to discussion and the social media platforms availability and, 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 and deep fakes and, and fake news going out there. Yes, they're no, they're not fake news. No, no, no. Um, you know what? Let, let, let's, let's not talk PR. Let's talk what South Africans are experiencing on a daily basis, sometimes at the hands of the police. Nathaniel Julius's murder is not, it's, it's not fake news. He died, and there are currently three policemen that are in jail. I would have been happy if you gave me an opportunity uh, to give you um, two sides of the story and okay. also allow you uh, and your listeners to engage from um, the facts that are at our disposal. I am not saying the stories that you've mentioned are fake news, and I'm not talking on behalf of SAPS. I am merely giving you my observations, some of mm -hmm. them informed by facts, some of them informed by 
um, what we read in the newspapers and okay. we conduct a research and we check those things. Okay. If, I have, indeed- if I have given an impression that um, some of the stories uh, I have um, are fake news, no, that was mm. not the intention. I was okay. just saying at instances where you see images that have been uh, photoshopped uh, mm. long mm. story short yes there is a serious disconnect between the communities and the police it okay. exists it's a fact Hold that thought. Um, I'm happy we, 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 we've come to that premise. Hold that thought. We're going to talk more about it. I'm also inviting our listeners after the break. I want to hear about your experiences with police. If you are a policeman and you're on duty or you're home and you're listening through, tell us about some of your experiences with community members as well. Andy, please stay with us. We're going to take a break and then we'll be back. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Andy Mashaile. Andy, thank you so much for staying with us. We are in conversation with him and his Interpol's turnback crime ambassador and former chair of the Gauteng CPF board. And we're talking about police brutality and just a general relationship between police and the community. So, Andy, we reached some form of a premise that there is distrust between communities and police. But at the same time, you also get members of the public that rebel against police that, you know, don't adhere. Right now we're under, um, you know, level three of the lockdown. People are not adhering to COVID-19 protocols. Um, some taverns or, or retailers that are supposed to be closed at a certain time don't adhere to that. And you find that some community members are deliberately disobeying the law and endangering fellow citizens. What should police do in that instance? Sis Mamsa, when a law has been, a line of march has been determined by the president and law enforcement agencies or the criminal justice cluster has been tasked uh, mm. or instructed using the constitution as an instrument, all, mm. of us have, all of us have a responsibility to comply. I'm going to make sure that nine o'clock I am in the house, and I'm going to show that to make sure that only after um, six a.m. in the morning I'll be going to the gym. Any other thing, if I were to do travel between uh, nine p.m. and and six a.m., I would be committing crime. Whether mm-hmm. there's a law enforcement officer on the road who sees me or not, integrity says I shouldn't do that, so that I must mm-hmm. not spread. COVID, if I have been at my mom's place in Bekasdal, going to where I stay somewhere in Pretoria, and that kind of stuff. Long and short, there's lawlessness within our communities. Mm. And members of the community have got a responsibility to protect those who are not at super events where people are drinking on uh, the R80 on a freeway, as well as hosting or holding or enjoying a party in that tunnel next to Denville on your way to past Erasmia on the way to Soshanguve R80 freeway. It is our responsibility as members of our community. Law enforcement officers in a situation uh, of that nature where there are thousands of people do get frustrated Mm -hmm. when they have got to exercise the constitutional responsibility or duty imposed upon them by the Constitution of South Africa. But I am happy, um, Sis Nomsa, and the listeners, that uh, we are taking this uh, subject head on so that we can look at our own behavior. 
our mm. own behavior informs the behavior of those who um, interact with us. We have a responsibility to respect law enforcement. Law enforcement has a responsibility to mm. act responsibly in educating as well as in executing their constitutional rights to serve, to protect, and to secure all South Africans. None of them have got the right um, to jump the line that has been set by law in our in our country. Yes, Section 49 of the Criminal Procedure Act 51 of 1977 clearly says deadly force is allowed to be used uh, in the event where you apply reasonable force given the, the nature of the force applied by um, the suspect or the one or the perpetrator. Long story short, I have seen officers go into crowds of people, very hostile crowds of people, and talk mm-hmm. to them out of their behavior and people just walking away, melting out the group, a huge group of people. There's a, there's a police officer that I can mention. I used, that police officer used to work with me on a daily basis as his nomsa. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, we can apply new habits and new behaviors when we deal with crowds, especially crowds um, that have criminal intentions like hosting a party on the R8 and in the tunnel and all over we have seen this. That is just clear defiance. Um, Abut Andy, we have a caller and it's Sydney from Aikonuk. Um, good evening, Sydney. How are you? Uh, good evening, with brother there. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk. Thank you so much. Yes, what's thank on you, your brother. mind? Yes, thank you. Uh, police is the first fraternity I'm scared of. I'm scared of in a long time. Very mm. few are rendering service to their fellow countrymen, but many are driven by cruelty and cruelty. To a point, I even ask myself, what is happening in the police training colleges? A man will join the system being a humble person, but he graduates there being a cruel man. I don't know what is in there, but I wish at some point they must understand they must be the one who must be loving and supporting and giving service to your fellow countrymen, but, but than to be cruel and cruel and over cruel to their fellow countrymen. Believe me, Sister I never thought when I, I understood on the line of racism, when I saw this happening with George Floyd in US, Richard Brooks, Breonna Taylor, but when it happens to our own here in South Africa, Back with Andri Satane and one other guy, uh, we were having a surname, Dilewo Dilewo, in Bush Park Ridge, who was shot by, we, uh, under these uh, COVID restrictions, who was shot by uh, soldiers. At the back, a word is still on. Uh, it tells me that there's something which is being, I don't know whether those who join the police force or the, uh, or the uh, soldiers, they are being indoctrinated in another way that just be cruel with people. I just don't know what is there. That is why yeah. myself, I'm a primary school teacher, but if of all killers I can talk about in a classroom, there's one po- career I cannot talk about. It's policing. Mm. Since so I just do... don't know what is happening there because up to this far, I believe they are cruel. With so the few do... who are surrendering service and humble. So they we... must just change the system and be the service, not be a force as they operate it as they do now. Sydney, do you have your own personal experience? Yeah, my, not, not, not exactly direct to me, but what I see with what's happening with other people, as much as mm-hmm. I'm a human being as well, it also affects me directly as well. During the Christmas fall campaign of young people wanting, demanding what they were demanding with, with tertiary education, for police to support, to protect property, and to encourage peaceful march, 
but somewhere they overreacted as if their children are not in high in 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 education that is something i just don't know what is in the mm-hmm. in the political mm-hmm. colleges are you okay. are they telling them to be cruel i don't know but they are just not friendly according to me thank you for and sharing I'm police to be saying to be to be, to be honest all right. Sydney from Akanook, thank you. But Andy, before you, you react to that, I also just want to invite, if you are a police officer, tell us about your experience, more especially if when you deal with, with community gatherings mm. or with rebellious community members as well. What has been your experience? Let's take Erastus from Vitbank. Good evening, Erastus. How are you? Yeah, I'm good in yourself, my sister. Good, good. What's your input? Good evening to your guest as well. Mm. Good evening, my my, my brother. We have very, very, very good policemen and women. And then you will find few who are doing things out of the ordinary. But now going back to the issue of the lockdowns and so forth, people are not behaving. If you truly are behaving, common sense dictates that as we speak, I was in a meeting. Eight o'clock, I had to cancel the meeting. I'm at least five minutes away from home. I have to be there. Nine o'clock, I must be at home. I don't want to cause unnecessary hassles on the road. Mm-hmm. South Africans, they must start behaving. I have seen a video, which is a viral, gone viral. When the president was addressing the nation, people are dancing, drinking, and you're not supposed to be close to each other. There's no social distance. They're drinking themselves to death. And this coronavirus is causing havoc in the whole world. And these people, they're watching the president who are so emotional, worried about their country. South Africa, please let us behave. Let's support these men and women in blue. There are those who misbehave. We can take them on. Thank you Mm. very much. Mm. Good evening. Thank you so much. Good evening. Let's hear from Oba in Pretoria. Oba, where about in Pretoria are you calling from? I'm calling from the Montana area. Okay, Opa, what's your what's your input? Uh, my view is uh, I am not by any means whatsoever promoting police brutality. Mm. But uh, I know that we are a lawless country. To a certain extent, we are very spoiled. Hence, the stress under which our law enforcement are operating. Mm. To be honest with you, uh, okay, maybe I don't have to mention this. I'm also in uh, in the justice system, mm. you know. I know how policemen are being disrespected by the communities. Mm. Yes. I know how policemen are expected to, 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 to behave like angels. And then it's difficult when you expect someone to behave like an angel while you are dealing with a devil. The problem is we are a lawless country. We need self-introspection uh, as simple as that. And everything else will fall into place. That is my view. Opa, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your views with us. Um, Andy, I think we've had, oh, it seems like we've got more callers coming up. So I think just at the end, I'll just give you a time to wrap up. Andy, if you don't mind, um, I just want us just to, to, you know, allow South Africans to air um, what is on their mind. And uh, we just told that that caller is just on hold at the moment. What is your response to, to what our callers have to say? Um, 
there's there's no doubt that we are a people who sometimes are not self-disciplined. We need to be uh, policed all the time. Um, you know, for example, on the road, you'd find that if there are no traffic officers, we speed. The minute that there are traffic officers, it's then that we, we adhere to the rules of the road. So it's true that um, there is a culture of lawlessness in the country. But at the same time, aren't police supposed to be trained to even protect us from ourselves? There's a common thread that comes from uh, the point that you're making and the, the three other points. Police have got to uh, help us to help ourselves, help us to save our own lives. Um, we all have a responsibility to ensure that um, we continuously we continuously apply tactics that will minimize conflict between the communities and the police. Members of the community, when they get stopped, some of them tell these police officers how uneducated they are. Some of them uh, do not even understand that uh, the particular person that you're talking to is a father, is a mother, is a grandmother, is a grandfather, is an uncle. The way sometimes members of our community speak to the police leaves so much to be desired. And also, on the other hand, uh, the gang-ho attitude by a small number of law enforcement uh, officers, including our traffic, um, our municipal police. I do not wish to single out SAPS. But law enforcement officers, including municipal police, be them JMPD, TMPD, EMPD, Western Police, uh, in the valley and all over the show, we have a responsibility as law enforcement officers, or they have a responsibility, um, to apply a new tactic in order to deal with the angry people of South Africa. South Africans are generally very angry, aggressive, and violent, most of them, when you stop them. Uh, when you see them cr- cross a, road, a red robot, and you indicate that, brother, you have crossed a red robot, you see their reaction. They would kill you um, uh, to, to, to boost their ego. I don't know whether it's about boosting their ego or it's pure disrespect for the rule of law in our country. But I think it's mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the disrespect for the rule of law. Imagine a day, Nomsa, and the heavyweight listener. Imagine a day with a, a day or two days or a week with police of duty. What would happen in our country? Just imagine <laughs> them absent from the road, law enforcement, mm. all of it, not mm. having it uh, reported for duty. Yeah. There can be okay. chaos in our country. Mm. There's uh, one of our listeners has sent through a voice note. Let's take a listen. Hi there. Good night uh, to you and your listeners. On the side of police brutality, I cannot see that people are complaining when the police getting hard on the people who are not listening. But do they complain when the people are taking the police? Mm, that's another uh, one. And um, we have a caller from uh, Durban, Nkosinati. Yes, uh, good, good evening, uh, ma'am. Good evening to your, to your guest. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Well, we must first acknowledge that uh, there is lawlessness in South Africa. Um, The situation cannot be normal uh, when there is such lawlessness and when there is no respect for the law from the citizen side because 
the, the police need citizens to, to meet them halfway by obeying the laws. Yes. Hold on, Taking Kasnet. simple instruction from mm. a police officer to move your car from this point to that point, it starts an argument uh, fr- from just a, 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 a normal citizen on the street. So they have no respect for the, the police. Two, they don't, most citizens generally don't even know the laws that govern them. Mm. Now, the police officer comes to enforce the law, but that person is ignorant. He will dispute that law on the street, whether the police officer is not there to, to, to lecture uh, uh, someone, but is to point out that this is illegal. That's, that's another point. Another point is police are trained. They have standing rules that they must abide by. Mm. Once a police officer overlaps or ignore any section from the standing orders or standing rules to the Criminal Procedure Act, that police officer will definitely uh, commit a crime, mm. will definitely yes. uh, commit excesses, because he has now strayed uh, from the agreed, mm. uh, because they signed. When they are trained police officers at the college, they sign that they, they, they acknowledge that they have been taught this one, two, three, up to giving evidence at, at, at the court. So if we don't address this lawlessness from our side as members of the public, it's very, very, very hard to keep on pointing a finger to only one side, which is a police officer which does not commit crime. We commit crime, and the police officer comes and addresses the situation. That's where the fight starts, because we some of us don't even want to agree. And the, the important last point is to generalize. When, when, when police officers, because we have a, a, a quite a huge police force, uh, from a, a particular police station, one police officer from a, a particular person commits a crime, that police officer is charged and taken to court. But you find that the media magnify that as as, as if it represented the entire police force. I'm not uh, saying mm. the entire media, but some sections of the media tend to take that and run with it uh, as, as if the entire police force is like that. So I think we need, as members of the public, we need a lot, uh, because when we started in 1995, when this new, new police act was, 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 was promulgated, mm. uh, People were even reluctant. Up until today, they don't ap- a- attend community police uh, forums in their local areas. Mm. So they, they don't want even, they don't care. We, we have that situation which we need to address. Then we can go to the police and say, guys, look at this. If we call the uh, uh, CPS members, call the meeting in the area, people don't even, they, they don't mm. prioritize that situation. They, they, mm. they just take it as one of those things. I, I, I think I haven't taken mm. uh, much of your time, my daughter. Thank you. Mm. Felix, I think you, you have given us such a balanced view, and I appreciate mm. you for that. Thank you so much. Thank you, ma'am. All right, okay. And then we'll take Anonymous from KZN. Sorry, did I call Gosinati from Durban, Felix? Okay, let's take Anonymous from KZN. Lesejo will just help me with that one. Anonymous, good evening. Good evening to you. Is it still Namsavluni? Yes, it's Nomsam. Oh, okay, you're sounding a little bit different. That's why I'm confused here. 
It's but I night. just want to bring to your notice, you know, sometimes we, the people who don't want to get apprehended for the wrong that we do, mm. and, you know, sometimes we murder, sometimes we kill, or sometimes we're under the influence of substance abused, and we don't want to, um, you know, um, hand ourselves over to the police politely and kindly for the wrong that we do. So we attack the police officers in some occasions. But in some occasions, I think police officers need to grow up because, see, some of them are very, very young and they come into the force and they only study for one year. And, and you know, and they're very young and, and sometimes they behave like playboys or playgirls in authority because they abuse the phones or they'll, they'll not take calls or they have a don't care a damn attitude in some mm-hmm. occasions. I think people should go and study for about three years before they become police officers, because at the time they go in at 18, they should be, some people grow, some, some males or females, they grow after the age of 30. They don't grow at 18, 19. Sometimes they need to grow, so that's why in the past they used to employ people 25 years of age, uh, no alcohol, no drugs, and, uh, and also that you, um, uh, you, you must be married. You must, uh, you, you know, you must be <laughs> married so you, you know what, uh, you know how to handle situations. Anonymous, because sometimes if, people don't know how to handle a situation, a marital situation, when they're so 18 years old and they're not even married. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Anonymous, I don't think everybody wants to get married, and there are definitely people who are competent that are not married. Um, but, Andy, let's take a couple of messages that have come through. Um, one says, Nomsa, the laws have been set. Some people have made it a habit to break the laws just to test the police. Nomsa, I think some of this lawlessness is because the state doesn't have legitimacy in the eyes of some citizens. That's Vuyo from Bloemfontein. And then Zanele says, Good evening, Sis Nomsa. Police officers in general are very ignorant. I wrote a thesis two years ago about SAPS's excessive use of force. I wish that each and every police officer could have a copy. They could learn a lot from it. And... Um, and um, one says on police brutality and return to stricter lockdown. Gala thinks we are his livestock from the farm. <laughs> That's what some um, have to say. I think, I think, but Andy, um, you know, this whole conversation has just highlighted the disconnect between police and communities. How can we go about restoring that? We, we start at our homes as uh, Nomsa and and the Seho in the back there and the producers. Uh, both you and I as parents, when a kid is not in the house, we always say, the police will arrest you. We instill hatred in that young man for the police or in that young lady for the police. How old is that young man? That young man is three, four, five years. How old is that young lady or that young professor? That young professor or that young doctor is at three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They grow up with a program that loads, that hate, that makes them hate the police. When they are adults like you and I, Sis Nomsa, now, when a police officer shows up, that program um, that was instilled in them when they were young kicks in, takes over. They hate the police because the police stopped them from getting um, lollipops. This is where the whole mess starts up. In our homes, we, we build, we create monsters against the police. Two, um, the little ones see the police as all-powerful and almighty. 
when they do become police officers, the program runs them. The program that's in the subconscious makes them remember that they were denied to have a lollipop because of the police and the police are strong and they couldn't get the lollipop. So when they're adults, they will get that lollipop using the power of the badge and of the uniform. It starts in our homes. So let's get there. Let's start there. The parents must reprogram children uh, or must program them correctly when they see police officers. Two, we have a responsibility as leadership at street level, at house or home level, at block level. We have a responsibility to engage the police that you call sector managers or sector police officers. We have a responsibility to engage them. Um, not challenging them, learning from them and teaching them where and when they are weak. Remember, uh, I cannot be, um, I, have, I have never applied to be Deputy God or Deputy Jesus Christ. And the point that I'm trying to make, I can never have the all-encompassing wisdom and knowledge about everything. I learn from you, Osnoms. I learn from uh, the listeners. I, I can relate to the pain that they go through. So long and short, we need to teach police officers who are weak as the community. What happens to it takes the village to raise the whole child. It takes the whole village once again to correct and to enhance and to develop a police officer who's way out of line. In the same breath, it takes the whole village for uh, the whole community for that young man to step out of his criminality or the criminal ways that he has been um, conducting himself uh, to. Long story short, we start at home, we go to the streets, we go to the blocks, we go to those who serve within our communities, those police officers. In the same breath, we take our own family members who commit crime as a whole community, sit them down, take them out, take them to uh, your lodges, talk to them, show them another coin, another side of the coin uh, that comes with education and understanding that we coexist. Before we can look at it at first level, um, you and I have delved at second, third, fourth, Mm -hmm. and fifth level. And fifth level is where you and I as parents come in. And then we can go to police leadership at police station level at regional level, at but provincial Andy, I, level. I'm, I'm just going to ask you because, um, you know, we're going to really go to, to a break right now. It's it's an automated system. So I, I'm just going to give you a chance just to finish off your point right after the break, if you don't mind. Okay. The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. <laughs> Andy Mashaile, Interpol's turn-back crime ambassador and also former chair of the Gauteng CPF board. That's uh, who we are wrapping up our conversation with on police brutality and the relationship between the police and community. But Andy, sorry for disturbing you. We had to take that break. Um, just make your last point. You are on to police management and, and, and so forth as we are wrapping up this conversation. Police management and experts within our communities must understand that the technical way of policing our communities has come and gone. We need to police our communities scientifically. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me say to you, there are adverts that you've just played, and 
they mention the name of a certain company that's doing A, B, C, D, F, G. We need to look at what marketers do to get into the minds and into the hearts of the consumers of the product. If we want members of the community to consume this policing service as a decent police service, we need to be seen on prime time. We need to advertise. We need to be in the soapies that are there. We need to continuously generate messages that will uh, position or reposition the brand that the South African police services is all about or law enforcement in general is all about. We haven't done that. We haven't done um, proper messaging. We haven't been seen um, on prime time 30 seconds or 20 seconds before the news on TV. We haven't been seen. We haven't been listened to before um, your show comes in on board as law enforcement, the messages continuously. When you don't talk about it continuously, people lose sight of it. Out of sight, out of mind. When it shows up, people are scared of it. Thank you so, so much. It's just been a pleasure. I wish we had more time, but unfortunately it has come to an end. Fascinating discussion. And thank you for so much for making time for us, but Andy. Let's continue to float like butterflies and sting like a bee because the people of this country, through yourself and your show, we are heavyweight champions. Um, let's see ourselves as heavyweight champions. Let's build that self-confidence. We can then relate to others peacefully. Absolutely. And all the best to you for the new year. Thank you very much and have a wonderful one. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Andy Mashaile, Interpol's Turnback Crime Ambassador and former chair of the Gauteng CPF Board. And also thank you to all our listeners who um, participated in this conversation. Up next, we're going to be talking about the safety of EMS workers during the second wave.